0: you a three-minute digest of what happened in china's business sector this is china business now by 21st century business herald hello everyone i'm stephen lee coming on today's program top banking regulators data show more loans and credit lines in the offering to support real economy and china's industrial profit declined in the first quarter but with signs of recovery Here's what you need to know about China in the past 24 hours. China's banks will continue to provide better support to the rural economy by extending more loans and increasing credit lines, especially in key and weak areas, top banking regulators said Wednesday. The latest data from the China Banking and Insurance Regulatory Commission showed commercial banks performed better in terms of supporting the manufacturing sector, the private sector, and the small and micro-sized enterprises during the first quarter of the year. Net profit of commercial banks totaled 667.9 billion yuan in the first quarter up 1.3% year-on-year. And new loans to the manufacturing sector during the period reached 2.2 trillion yuan, up 381.9 billion yuan from a year earlier. Loans to private enterprises came in at 3.7 trillion yuan, up 1 trillion yuan year-on-year. Inclusive loans to small and micro-sized enterprises expanded to 2.3 trillion yuan in the first quarter, up by 808.8 billion yuan from a year ago. Thanks to the supply side reform and empowerment from digitalization, bank's strength to serve the real economy is on the rise with a continuous improvement in the structure of loans and credit, expert noted. As of the end of the first quarter, outstanding loans to the high-tech manufacturing sector had increased by 28.6% year-on-year, while those extended to strategic emerging industries increased by more than 50% from a year ago, the CBIRC said. At a news conference on Wednesday, CBIRC officials said the downtrend in the profit growth of commercial banks in recent years reflects their increasing support for the real economy as they have made more allowance for potential losses or bad loans. Bank's loan loss reserves increased 257.2 billion yuan in the first quarter, and the provisioning coverage ratio loan loss reserves compared with bad loans was more than 205%, a relatively high level. Outstanding non-performing loans or NPL in the sector grew by 125.9 billion rand to stand at 3.9 trillion rand as of March while the NPL ratio dropped 0.09 percentage point to 1.68% by end March. China's major industrial firms experienced a decline in profits during the first quarter of 2023, but signs of recovery emerged with demand on demand data from National Bureau of Statistics show Thursday. Major industrial firms saw their combined profits reach about 1.52 trillion yuan in the period, down 21.4% year-on-year, while the combined revenue increased by 0.6% year-on-year, reversing a decline of 1.3% as market demand recovered. In March alone, profits of major industrial firms declined 19.2% year-on-year, narrowing 3.7 percentage point from that in the first two months, said the NBS. China's State Council on Thursday announced a series of measures aimed at stabilizing the country's employment situation. The plan includes providing at least 1 million youth internship positions, increasing financial support for small businesses, encouraging state-owned enterprises to extend recruitment, and assisting the entrepreneurial needs of college graduates and rural migrant workers. As part of the Employment First Strategy, the General Office of the State Council outlined 15 specific measures to stabilise and expand employment. Companies that hire and sign labour contracts lasting over one year with unemployed graduate students or or register unemployed youth aged 16 to 24 will receive a one-time subsidy. Moving on to some regional highlights, China's local governments issued 2.1 trillion yuan in bonds in the first quarter, up around 16% from a year ago, showing the effort to implement proactive fiscal policies and steady economic growth, the finance ministry said Wednesday. Shandong topped list with 193.2 billion yuan of bond issuance, followed by Guangdong with 162.4 billion yuan and Sichuan with 159.3 billion yuan. Jiangsu, Hebei and Fujian each sold over 100 billion yuan. Guangdong Province has taken the top spot in China in the ranking with 126.57 million of population in 2022. Shandong Province ranked second with 101.63 million, followed by Henan Province with 98.72 million. Despite China's overall population fell for the first time in six decades last year, 18 provincial-level regions still register positive growth in permanent resident population. Zhejiang province gained 370,000 more residents last year, while the three biggest provinces all saw a decrease in population. The 14th Annual Meeting of the New Champions, widely known as Summer Davos, will be held in Tianjin from June 27-29. to Themed as entrepreneurship, the driving force of the world economy, the session of the annual meeting will be attended by 2,000 representatives from the political, business, academic and media sectors. A new international air cargo route linking central China to Wuhan in Hubei province with Abu Dhabi, capital of the United Arab Emirates, was launched on Wednesday, according to SF Airlines. A round-trip cargo flight is scheduled for this route every week, with up to 220 tons of air express capacity, the cargo airline said. The route will mainly handle general cargo, e-commerce goods and express shipments. In collaboration with Tarmac Aerosafe and the city of Chengdu, French plane manufacturer Airbus announced on Wednesday the establishment of a joint venture for China's first aircraft lifecycle services center. This latest partnership between Airbus and China aims to bolster China's aviation industry, particularly in aftermarket services. The new facility will cover a range of activities from aircraft parking and storage to maintenance, upgrades, conversions, dismantling, and recycling services for various aircraft types, according to Airbus. Greater Bay Area, Greater Future. Jingdong Airlines has launched a cargo route between Beijing-Daxing International Airport and China's southern metropolis of Shenzhen. The cargo flights provide return air services between Beijing and Shenzhen, making same-day deliveries possible between the beijing tianjin hebei region and the Pearl River Delta region, which aims to focus on meeting the needs of high-end consumption and manufacturing. The route is operated regularly with six flights each week and a daily volume of up to 20 tons. Next on industry and company news, China continues to lead the world in the number of nuclear power units under construction, according to a blue paper issued by the China Nuclear Energy Association Wednesday. China currently has 24 nuclear units with total planned in-store capacity of 26.81 gigawatt under construction, ranking tops worldwide. The country so far has 54 commercial nuclear power units in operation with a total in-store capacity of 56.82 gigawatt, ranking third worldwide. Tencent's WeChat Pay announced yesterday its users can now open WeChat Pay under the e-wallet payment function in the e-Chinese Yuan application and choose to attach the wallet of any operating institution such as WeBank to WeChat Pay so that they can pay in digital yuan to merchants that have started accepting the e-Yuan in the app's channel and mini-programs. Earnings Reports Express China Merchants Bank reported a 7.8% rise in net profit to 38.8 billion yuan in the first quarter from a year earlier, while revenues slid 1.47% to 90.6 billion yuan. Net interest income edged up 1.74% to 55.4 billion yuan in the first three months, but the net interest margin was down 0.22 points to 2.29% during the period. Non interest income fell by 6.2% to 35.2 billion yuan, mainly due to a weakening in risk appetite and investment willingness of customers, the bank said. Its NPL ratio stood at 0.95% as of March, slightly down by 0.01 percentage points as compared with the end of the previous year. The bank's NPL ratio in the real estate sector, however, grew 0.56 percentage point to 4.55% by the end of the first quarter. Ping An Insurance jumped today after reporting first quarter net profits surging by 49% year-on-year to 38.35 billion yuan, while its operating profit fell 3.4% to 41.39 billion yuan. The company's insurance revenue for the period was 133.11 billion yuan, reflecting a year-over-year increase of 2.12%. The value of new business for life and health insurance grew by 8.8% year-on-year to reach 13.7 billion yuan, according to the insurance earning results released yesterday. Shares of Air China rose after China's flagship airline narrowed its first quarter net loss by more than 67% from a year earlier. Net loss was 2.9 billion yuan versus 8.9 billion yuan a year earlier, the carrier announced yesterday. Revenue nearly doubled to 25.1 billion yuan. The airline took the hardest hit during the past three years since most of its revenue came from international air routes. Uh, China said its international flights in the first quarter has resumed to 15% of pre-pandemic level, adding that the figure should rise to 7% by the end of the year. Switching gears to financial news, Argentina will pay for import from China in yuan instead of US dollars for settlement country's economy minister Sergio Massa said on Wednesday, noting that the move signifies stronger bilateral trade ties. After reaching the agreement with various companies, Argentina will use the yuan for import from China worth about $1.04 billion U.S. billion this month, accelerating import from China in next few months as the move is expected to increase efficiency by reducing authorization time. Starting from May, Argentina is expected to use the yuan for import from China worth seven hundred nineteen million US dollars to 1 billion US dollars. China passed another milestone in its bid to reduce reliance on the dollar as yuan used in its cross-border transactions jumped ahead of the greenbacks in March for the first time. The local currency's share of China's cross-border payments and receipts rose to a record high 48% at month-end from nearly zero in 2010, according to data from the State Administration of Foreign Exchange. The dollar share declined to 47% from 83% over the same period, the figures showed. Wrapping up a quick look at the stock market, Chinese stocks rebounded on Thursday with the benchmark Shanghai Composite up 0.7% and the Shenzhen component rising 0.3%. Hong Kong stocks ended mixed as the Hang Seng Index gained 0.4% while the Tech Index slipped 0.3%. That's it for today. Tune in tomorrow on China Business Now by 21st Century Business Herald. Goodbye.